to remoteoffice.fm, the story behind co-working and the future of work. Episode number 34. I'm your host, Lima Hayati. Our guest today is founder of Startino, co-working space located in Byron Bay, Australia. With background in PhD innovation management and master interactive media, he involved in series of acquisitions, IPOing in on the NASDAQ in New York, and sold to Oracle, which is the second largest global tech firm. Let's hear more from Dan's one. He left university in 1996 and did a startup straight away. Uh, in that was basically a web dev shop. So was, we went on a pretty amazing journey where we went from being a two-person two-person windowless office in Cambridge in the UK to um, IPOing on the Nasdaq in New York um, three years later. And then we eventually uh, sold to Oracle in the early 2000s, which then was the second largest tech company in the world. So, yeah, that was my first taste of um, tech entrepreneurship. Um, after then, I moved to Australia and worked throughout the digital industry, and specifically in Sydney. Uh, and then about the same time that GFC happened, I uh, decided to do a startup, which is sort of when the scene started uh happening probably is a bit of a reaction to that in Sydney. So um, got into startups, uh, got into investing in startups and working with startups and helping startups and and basically then decided to um, uh, create Stardino in Byron Bay, which is a small little um, surf town, but it's got a high density of creative industries that's kind of a little bit like California was probably in the 70s, <laughs> uh, but with internet connection. So, um, this is, what this makes is you know. build it beside uh, the journey? What passion um, you? One, it was really, um, you know, creating some infrastructure here in Byron Bay. There's a lot of fantastic t- talent and there's already, as I said, you know, high um, density of creative industries. But there was no specifics around two things around, um, first of all, co-working. So we started, now there's a few, which is great, actually. Um, and then um, secondly, really, I also did a PhD in creative industries and innovation looking at startups. And I really wanted to, um, I guess, extend and pass on that knowledge. So you know, being able to work with um all kinds of people with all kinds of amazing ideas is a is a real privilege, and uh, I kind of I just love um, operating and playing in that space. Um, how about the community inside Statino? Average entrepreneur or freelancer or digital nomad? It's uh, you know it's really mixed um, because we're in we're not in a city we're in a you know we're in a town. Um, It's uh, it's not as specific as you'd find in a city where you'd have you know a tech hub or a fintech hub and things like that. We don't have that, so we're um, much more blended. So yes, we have everything from. Um, I had a guy in today who's a digital nomad. He makes um, smart watch altimeters for skydivers. Um, yeah. We've got guys who you know work for large um, financial. Institutions. We've got uh, freelancers. We've got um, sustainability people. 
it's really it's really mixed. Which which actually, um, you know, I've always liked the the idea of having, you know, especially being a you know someone who's operates in the in the tech space, having you know those tech hubs. But actually, you find um, you know a kind of more interesting blend because you can find find a you know a marketing or a growth hacker you know who's got a bit of expertise in I don't know Facebook ads or so having that diversity is actually you know pretty interesting as well. Um, how about the event and the workshop? Because of the diversity, it should be uh, maybe like different every week from yeah. audience. Yeah, well, that's right. Um, you know, I, I definitely approach it from a from a tech point of view. Um, but my, I guess my my personal view and where we add value is on the you know, specifically with tech. And I don't think um, you know. I think tech is now really uh, you know considered an enabler that follows. There's like one I think what hustle. is uh, what's what kind of event hustle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that was a that was a team uh, that was actually a group inside um, some of our community members. They're a um, a creative agency that does a lot of pop up events. Uh -huh. So um, we, you know, help support and were one of the uh, sponsors. But they basically ran pretty much next door an event which was all about you know. Uh, Uh, people sharing their experiences, um, some of the big thought leaders. We, you know, for a small community as a whole around our region, we've got some amazing um, entrepreneurs, not just inside our community, but for the for the wider community. People like, um, you know, Spell, they're probably the largest um, female fashion brand in oh. Australia. They started here in Byron with two things, which was one, a market stall, And secondly, an Instagram account. So that's a great example of you know kind of technology enablement. Even though they was a very physical product, um, you know, digital was an amazing channel uh, for them to grow. So yeah, having those kind of speakers um, share their stories. We've done similar things with uh, uh, other events that we've called Startup Academy, and that's now actually an online um, educational platform for startup growing. Around the world, um, so yeah, that's that's kind is of. Is it open um, to everyone? Startup Academy. It okay. is yes. So um, actually, actually, the first the first step is is free, and then um, we offer it as a very cheap. It's uh, I think it's eleven dollars to interview people like Adam Chaya, who was the guy who invented Siri. So the guy who yeah. brought um, you know uh, artificial intelligence essentially to the mashes. Um, and he talks about how Steve Jobs calls him up and says, hey, man, come over to my house. I want to buy your company. <laughs> shares that story. Um, but also, you know, he's, uh, in that particular case, he's not just your average engineer as well as creating uh, things like Siri. We also created things like change.org, which, you know, helps the betterment of humanity by getting petitions across the line every single day, right? So... Um, yeah, that's that's. You mean screening for free? So uh, the first step is mentoring, like mentoring session. Uh, yeah. Are you qualified to be the next step? Is it uh, after this uh, you connect the the applicants to the investor? Yeah, yeah. If that meets a certain certain criteria, um, uh, yeah, that's what we do as the as the next step. Like any, you know, um, you know. Investors are always a bit of a bright, shiny object to people. Um, you know, we, we, we want to help people uh, build and create um, 
businesses that they can launch and be good businesses, basically, and also do good things in the world, ideally. Um, so, you know, uh, investors, yeah, people get excited about investors, but really, you know, they're not always the uh, most appropriate next step. Uh, besides word of mouth, uh, your particular way to market starting now, um, how is it? Uh, yeah, we do a lot of email marketing. So we've, we've built a very uh, regionally focused um, email database. Uh, events, as you say, we do, you know, very regularly. So we have things like, um, you know, community lunches. We've been running a meetup here for the last three years, which is all about, you know, trying to make startups and, um, and everyone more accessible. Um, actually, the interesting thing about Byron is, is that it's a very blended, you know, you'll meet um, the guy who's probably the CEO of Australia's largest, um, you know, electronics company, and he's wearing a T-shirt and a, you know, pair of board shorts, and he'll come along and have a beer with you. And and, and so, you That's know, my nice. job is really – it's great, actually. So, we, you know, um, and Byron's kind of quite like that. It's quite grounded and uh, in that it um, – you know, the, the community is very accessible. You know, we, you'll be down the pub and there's Chris Hemsworth, for example. Um, so, you know, we, uh, it's, it's a very open and inclusive community. So we want to try and make the, the startup scene the same way, right? What do you see from starting now in five or 10 years? Five or 10 years. I'd like to see, um, I'd like to see a, a few other people taking its reins and, you know, the, 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 the next generation stepping in, our industry moves pretty, pretty quickly. I feel like, uh, you know, as I said, you know, I started mine in 1996, my first tech yeah. company. So, um, the tech, the, the world has changed, uh, dramatically uh, since then and will keep changing. And, and I suspect probably at a, at a greater rate. So I'd, I'd really like to see, um, you know, the, the, the next wave, the next generation of people stepping into Stardino and, and taking over the day-to-day and the, you know, the real um, hands-on stuff with, and working with startups because um, I'll, be, uh, I'll be really old and crusty by then. Yeah, it was fantastic our talk today. Uh, I hope our listener could gain takeaways from it. Thank you so much for your time. Have a good day. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It was great co-working story from Dan. You can follow him on Twitter at Startino with double N. Likewise, you can also follow us at Remote Office Co. Stay tuned for the next episode with Last Talk.